0: you're listening to your daily dose i'm nick i'm a pretty lucky guy to have a podcast partner like bob not just because he's insightful and funny and for some reason thinks i'm insightful and funny but because we're comfortable enough with each other to talk about uncomfortable topics like the history of racial injustice it's also telling that a story about siblings is a catalyst for that talk are we too comfortable my sister Kim was the responsible one because she
1: had to be she was the stunt baby and then my sister Joni was the crazy wild child the one who learned how to get out of her crib faster than anybody else and uh, and she ended up being also throughout high school the one that challenged my parents the most uh-huh. uh, and then I came along and I had learned all the lessons from the wild child how not to get caught with those things you always and, need somebody like
0: that yeah older the, four, than you. the
1: forerunners the pioneers yeah. they're the ones yeah. with the arrows in the backs you know, that's that's horrible. Or the Might fronts. Have, hey, wherever the arrows can go. And you know something? I'm reading, um, I just, I literally have like 13 minutes left in the book, Bury My Heart at Wounded Knee. I'm just oh, talking yeah. about arrows in people's backs. Um, horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. This is, our history is so ugly of the white man, you know, and all these tribes, no matter where they were, they were all persecuted, they were all moved, they were all, they moved again, they were lied to, they were murdered savagely. And mind you, the Native Americans in all instances also had some savagery to contribute back, but it was like revenge in, in return. It was, they were doing their thing before the white man showed up and then everything changed. And it makes you think, what would you do if another race of humans stepped into your space and said,
0: now you have to do things my way? not only my way, but you have to leave. You have to leave your traditions. You have to leave your land. You have to do all of these things. Yeah. And and so intense, but they kept taking it.
1: They kept taking it, kept taking it, kept extending a hand saying, the white man is my friend. And, the white man would lie to them again and then do horrible things. They were amazing chiefs. I mean, I can't even name all of the tribes or all the chiefs, but I spent an hour on Wikipedia last night just looking at the faces of these characters that I've been reading about. And uh, what a rugged-looking people yeah. these, these warriors were and these chiefs were. But it, it gave me a real education, and it gave me a kind of different view. I'm looking at institutional racism from the Black Lives Matter movement perspective and I can see incredible parallels to the institutional race racism of the native native Americans.
0: Yeah. It's, it's not, it's easy to repeat, right? Like we did it and it worked. So let's do it again.
1: Oh, right.
0: Right. <laughs> the horror worked. So let's repeat the horror. There's, it takes so much effort and I don't want to lessen what you're saying, but one of the things that struck me recently was I used to write trivia for the show, the to a certain degree, yeah, yeah, and so <laughs> I've been a
1: victim of that trip. I yeah. would,
0: I would look for stuff that was going on, and so I would go to some sites and on this day and stuff like that. And what I started realizing, and the same thing with like um, quote sites, sites where you find mm-hmm. inspirational quotes, they're white guys. They're all white guys. Wow. The, the sources quotes, of knowledge, right? Right. Or, you know, it's Emily Dickens. It's always the same women. It's very few people of color. It's, you know, what about the Native Americans? What about the, what about these representations? And what is interesting and in what you're doing now, and I hope it hopefully is coming out of all of this, is that we're taking the time to go and do some research yeah, and look at this stuff that we always assumed was one way. Manifest Destiny, for example, which oh, is yeah. very much ties into Native Americans and what happened to them. Um, and to a certain extent, the Black population yep. um, was always brought up in the history classes that I was in, at least. As this, you know, this almost godly thing. Yeah, it's
1: good. It's a good thing for the country, right? Yeah. It's it's it, you're sacrificing your little piece for the greater good we of the entire country, and yet it was all based in capitalism. It's colonialism. It's just right, another yeah. way. It's another word <laughs> for colonialism. <laughs> right. um, are there other are, are there non-white uh, countries that do that are colonists that colonize other? Because it seems to me the white the white dudes tend to be the colonists. that They're like the ants, right? They show up. And
0: I, I, I'm wondering, Asian, I would imagine Japan was, uh, because they tried to control a lot of the coast. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Middle East, I would imagine there's okay. something like that. I know Turkey at one point um, controlled Greece and parts of Greece, and there's still a lot of uh, yeah, yeah. bad blood literally and figuratively there. So I Over guess it's that. it's a multinational douchery. It's... Well, and even Greece <laughs> expanded, right? If you look back in the history of it, Alexander the Great went out and tried to create the biggest kingdom oh, yeah. of all. Um, and it's... It, I don't know. It's a little bit of a Ponzi scheme, <laughs> right? Like, we don't have enough. We need more. How do we do it? Right. And, okay, so now we have this much... We're going to have to keep expanding. It, you guys, I, I don't know about us, but we're going to have to keep expanding. One of, the, one of
1: the comments that impressed me the most with Greta Thunberg when she was talking to Congress is the concept that you will never get enough. It will never stop. Yeah. That the whole nature of your economic engine is built on a lie that there will always be more and there will not always be more. And if you continue to consume as if there will always be more, and aggressively, greedily eat up things because you believe there'll be more, it's gonna be gone. And, uh, and this actually ties back to the whole Native American view, which is the white man hates this land. He's burning it, and he's killing buffaloes, not even using the insides of the buffaloes, only stripping their skins and leaving the carcasses on the plains. And, you know, he hates everything that he sees. And it seems that way, right? Because the level of destruction that's happening in white man's presence. So I guess that means that you and I, I guess you to a lesser extent because you're Greek, but me being a full white man, uh, I have some work to do uh, as far as trying to fix this, right?
0: I think fix it. I think it's educate yourself, look at the research, look at the actual what people said and what they did, and then go out. And if there's ways to share it, then share it. Yeah. Well, it starts with information and communication, right? So let's do
1: that. As much as I always want your daily dose to be a positive and funny experience, sometimes it gets real. I've been reading a lot of American history lately, and it's often pretty sobering. One thing I've learned is that the only value that history has to offer us is its lessons. And we human beings are pretty slow learners. But we do learn, eventually. And over the long run, we continue to move in the right direction. Even if it's baby steps, it's not a bad path to be on. Until next time, dear listeners, take a little peek into our country's past and see what you learn, and then share those lessons with the rest of us.